what's going on boys and girls it's tom and it's jamie welcome to the chronicles of podcast the chronicle of 2003 2023 ジェンジェ。エクサクトリー。エクサクトリー。ジェンジェ。エクサクトリー。エクサクトリー。エクサクトリー。エクサクトリー。エクサクトリー。エクサクトリー。エクサクトリー。エクサクトリー。エクサク
big you have to watch them all the time to make sure like you know they're not just disappearing into the into the bodies it's really nice like it's just nice to see them kind of like um is is interest peaked by like a tent or a bin or a, a, you know, a, a, a straw bale he's like what's this it's, like, it's just it's straw bale mate I don't know what to tell you like you know I don't know what to, you know, it's pretty it's a pretty simple concept but you know but to a kid he's like I've fucking never seen a straw bale before like you know oh, yeah, come on my luck come on his luck exactly like, what is this wizardry right <laughs> <laughs> Is there anybody you're hit? Do you hit see anybody else's hallway? Um, I don't really know. I know that like I'm gonna watch Empire State Bastard, I think, and maybe Rival Schools, and maybe Zulu as well. I've heard some good things about Zulu, but um, yeah, no, I, d I usually don't really look at the lineup that much. That's fair. Because I know, invariably, what happens is I come here with good intentions. I'll go and see a load of bands and then I just get fucked. <laughs> just get absolutely fucked. And then people are like, oh, did you see this? Mm. No. Nope. Probably. Didn't, see, <laughs> didn't fucking see anyone. Like, you know. And if I did, I wouldn't remember. Like, you know, it's like, you know, it's just it's your time off. Like, you know, like, you know. But I don't really go on holiday. This is my holiday, you know. It's, it's amazing the amount of people we spoke to in the build-up to this festival. We even spoke to James, one of the organisers, and he was yeah. saying, like, so many people treat trees as their yearly holiday. Yeah, yeah. To go with the family. Yeah, yeah. It's great. We love talking to fans and festivals because of things like that, because everyone's just like a big family. You see people yeah. just walk up to each other and go, hi, never met you before, let's have a bit. Yeah. And you know, people just love to get there. But as an artist, do you see that on stage, looking out of the crowd, you see everyone just interacting and having so much fun? Yeah, you do, like I mean, trees to me is is exactly that. It's like I don't. I see James every now and then in Bristol. I barely see any any of the uh, uh, other organisers. We've been coming here. We've been playing here for like maybe nearly ten years now, and like you don't see. I don't see them for twelve, literally twelve months, and then you come come and see them, and it's like you haven't been away, and just like. Hugging and like, let's, have a, let's have a beer and it's great and you can see that as well like you know people are like really invested in this for like for like how how great it is like there's so very few dickheads here yeah you know like in, in, in the ratio and I say this all the time I think I've said this every time I've been interviewed here this is my favorite festival this and our tangent my favorite festival because the any festival is a ratio of music lover to dickhead and this and our tangent has the best <laughs> ratio of music lover to dickhead that I've ever been to like they're just there are some dickheads you know if you're gonna get that but like predominantly it's just people who want to have a great time want to discover bands and they're just really polite and I've been, I've been coming here for playing here for 10 years coming here as a punter for like 11 or 12 and I've never seen anything on fire I, I can't say that out of the festivals that I've been to you know very true you know, it's just it's really nice you know. I feel like that needs to be the new like, scoring system for festivals the yeah. ratio of dickhead to music like, yeah yeah it's, it's I mean it's it's the, it's the metric it's the most important metric to me it's like am I going to see a load of lads with their tops off 
fucking diving into fences, being leery and like fucking whatever, just being, you know, generally antisocial. The answer is yes, I don't want to go to that festival. Like, I don't, you know, like it's not, you know, you get, I think for some people it is a holiday and for some people it's an opportunity to kind of like, you know, make themselves the centrepiece of other people's experiences by being a fucking knobhead. Like, and no one's impressed, like, you know, that's their moment to be like noticed and oh, everyone's going to remember that for all the wrong reasons. So, like, you know, just fucking be nice, enjoy yourself. Like, don't encroach on other people's enjoyment of, of a beautiful thing. You know? And that never happens here. Never happens. Like, apart from when, probably, you know, like they say in poker, like if you sit in a sit at a table and you haven't worked out who the fucking idiot is, you're the idiot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's probably the same. Like we've been coming here for twelve years, going, there's no dickheads, yeah. and, and everyone, everyone else is like, they're, they're the dickheads. Like, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fucking. Like. I just that's the thing. That's that's why it's so bright. I can't, you know, one of the problems with it being so sunny is I can't tell whether people are keeping the sun out of their eyes or avoiding me. Fucking <laughs> 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 okay, hell. So we, we as a podcast, we are uh, ambassadors for the Sophie Lancaster Foundation. I okay. Are familiar with Sophie in the story? Is, I, I believe, I believe, was she the girl, she was like a, a goth girl who was beaten up and, and killed. Exactly. I, I am familiar with that. Uh, a similar thing happened to my sister's friend in North Wales when I, I would have been 16, 14, exact, exactly the same thing, uh, where her friend was uh, chased down the promenade and, um, and beaten up on the beach by some lads and um, they left him there unconscious and the tide came in and he, and he, and he drowned. So it's, so it is, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I, I, but sorry. No, no, no. Continue. Yeah. It's, simple, no, it's, it's so important to tell stories like that, though. Yeah. Because about the work of the foundation and the things we're trying to achieve, things like that are going to continue happening. Yeah. Because no doubt, if, if the people responsible for that were caught, it was just, oh, okay, it was a violent act. It wasn't treated as a hate crime, which it should have been, because that's why he was targeted. Yeah. Because he was different. Yeah. And it's the reason we, we love it again, talking to people at the festivals, because we see this as such a safe space. Because people could come here, they could just be themselves. Yeah, I agree. You know, the guys want to let their hair down, they want to wear nail varnish, they want to put a skirt on for Christ's sake, don't blame them on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, just be themselves and don't have to look over their shoulder and worry someone's going to run up behind them, hurl abuse them or something like that. So we love these festivals, it's such an important thing to give people that mental health break as well. Exactly, yeah. I mean, you know, I think there is a... I had it, you know, I was like fucking dyed hair and corn hoodies and all that kind of stuff, getting called a queer fucking all the time. Like walking, I grew up in like, not unnecessarily like massively rough area, but if you were different, you fucking knew about it. And like, you know, and I had to, you know, fight for my, for who I was quite, quite a lot. And I think there is, you know, for people who have to fight just to be themselves on a daily basis, to come and share a space with other people who have to, who have experienced that and endured that bollocks, and to have similar experiences, and then to share, you know, a camaraderie, find common ground. It is a beautiful thing. Like it is undeniably a, be a beautiful thing, and, you know. And um, it's great that you know 
music does that as well. Like, you know, predominantly that's the kind of the core thing. Like, you know, you're not listening, you look a certain way because you're influenced by the music that resonates with you, that doesn't resonate with other people and perhaps makes you a target. So to come here and everyone's just like, fucking get on with it, babes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Got on with it, babes. Fucking, fucking. Yeah, just, yeah, that's my, that is my mantra. Like, you know, like, fucking get on with it, babes. Just, <laughs> yeah. Yo. You've obviously just dropped your brand new album, Galore. Yeah. Hasn't been well received. I don't, I think, yo, yeah. I think so. <laughs> I think so. You know, it's such a, I've seen a few bands and artists talk about it where, it seems more so than ever the period the window of buzz is like constricted quite a lot or contracted quite a lot so we spent like four years trying to sort the album out and get it done and it felt like it was a weekend where people were talking about it and then seemingly back into the vacuum of uh, um, yeah. uh, uh, of like fucking anonymity but I think a lot of people do like it. And you know, to be fair, I'd be lying if I said that. So part of the part of the point of this album was that it's not about how successful this album becomes. It's about the reward of making the album was making the album, taking the creative risks, going to places that made me uncomfortable as a singer and as a writer to find growth and to develop. And if there were mistakes there, that's fine, you know, learn from them. But I'd be lying if a little bit of me wasn't like, I would like to find a larger audience as well because it's easily our most accessible album. There hasn't been that much growth, but I feel like it's because of the sentiment of the album, because it's about, you know, being a dad and predominantly it's about love and, you know, caring for someone and, self-reflection and I think that kind of a lot of people have connected to that because during lockdown what else was there to do other than reflect upon yourself where you are where you want to go mistakes that you've made and how to become better so I feel like perhaps we haven't necessarily grown or like but I feel like it's the people who are in are a little bit more in I think you know I feel like I've they know me a little bit better now which is and and that for me is, you know, that's as good or better than selling, you know, fucking 100,000 records, you know. I'm lying, I want to sell 1,000 records. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with wanting both. Listen, listen, like the album by all means, but like, it's not going to pay my fucking bills. Like, you know, so, you know. Love don't pay the bills, you know. Are there any plans to tour with the album? So we did a tour in... Uh, when did we do a tour? April, May, um, which was great. I think we're back out in November. We've got a few more shows coming up here and there. But um, yeah, November, I don't, know the, I don't know the places, but we'll be out in November at some point. Yeah. Mate, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much for no. talking to us. It's thank you so much. Hey. Thank you, Amazing. Thank you so much. I hope uh, you have a wonderful rest of the... And you fucking stay out the summer. Yeah, I'm good, mate. Don't worry. <laughs>